0: Welcome to the Grow Wealth Experience where top business leaders, entrepreneurs and influencers from around the world help empower you to build your best financial life. Now here's your host, Aisha Turgut. Welcome back to the Grow Wealth Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to revisit a theme that I always talk about, and that is protecting your wealth. And this is especially relevant now because we are witnessing some turbulent times. We've got supply chain issues. We've got geopolitical unrest with the Ukraine-Russia war. And of course, we have inflation nipping at us, and it keeps going up the consumer price index just when i checked the other day was 8.3% and as a result this inflation is putting downward pressure on the stock market so we're seeing a lot of volatility the s&p 500 has already gone down 13 points this year and last week it had gone down the fifth consecutive week and so many people That I sit down and talk with are only invested in the stock market and they're losing a lot of money. Well, what I say is we shouldn't be caught up in the fear of the short term and keep our vision, our investment vision long term and look for ways to allocate our money into assets that's going to protect and hedge you against that and remain diversified. And I always talk about real estate and how I love building long term wealth with real estate. But today we're bringing in another perspective. I've brought in another investment expert mind to bring in another perspective. And we're going to talk about gold and precious metals. And we have not talked about this yet on this show. So this would be a great alternative asset class to introduce you to. And our guest is going to discuss strategies. Around this, so you can consider adopting into your overall investment strategy. Her name is Carrie Stevenson, and she's tuning all the way in to us from Australia. Carrie is a serial entrepreneur and the founder of the Australian Gold Conference, which is coming up next month. She has her own channel on investing, and she's passionate about helping people understand. Why they should have a diversified portfolio. And to add, she's also a longtime real estate investor. Now, before I bring her on, I want you to look at your phone or computer, whatever you're on, and find the subscribe button and click on it. And if you see a follow button, click on that too, so we can stay connected.
1: Welcome, Carrie. Welcome to the show. Aisha, nice to see you, and what a great introduction because everything you just said is so true in these times, the volatility, the diversification. So, you know, clearly you and I are on the same wavelength because whether it's uh, real estate or gold or other things, diversification, in my opinion, is key.
0: Absolutely, and we're going to touch upon that during our time together. But first, I like our listeners to find out more about our guests can you talk about your investment background a little bit and sure you Love to to. where you are today and how you have your show and channel
1: uh well i, I grew up uh the daughter of a naval uh, a naval hero i'll call him so we traveled around the world a lot so uh, we traveled in the us i was actually born in bangkok thailand okay and um when i was eight years old there was a um an accident between the us and the australian navies and as a result In a nutshell, my father lost his income and my mum decided to go out and look after the family. So she was investing in real estate at the time, but she also looked at gold. My first introduction to, I guess, diversification, but also gold, was via what my mum was doing. And I was quite young at the time. Fast forward a number of years, I got married, uh, but I also got divorced. And I was in my, um, I guess I was in my mid-30s. And it wasn't pleasant and there was not a lot left after we paid the lawyers. So I suddenly realized that, first of all, a man's not a financial plan and I have to look after myself. So I got to work, I got to work figuring out what do the most successful investors around the world do? And it became clear to me that diversification was the key. So my investment journey really started when I started uh, my, my divorce life, if you like. Um, and, and today I have a very diverse portfolio. As you said, I run the Australian Gold Conference. Um, I have real estate investments here in Australia. I own physical gold and physical silver. Uh, I have a self-managed super fund. And the aim of all of that is to make sure that I am financially not dependent on any government uh, to look after me as I get older, that is my driving force.
0: To be your own economy, as they say.
1: Correct. I also have some crypto, speaking of own economy, um, because I just don't trust the banks and I don't trust, you know, don't trust is probably a strong word, Asia, but I guess um, the, they don't look after money. And money, by the way, to me is gold and silver. They don't look after the fiat currencies around the world very well. In fact, the printing presses are going ballistic. And most people, most people don't understand that the more they print the funny money, the less purchasing power you have. And as you said in your introduction, inflation is not transitory. It's here to stay and people need to wake up.
0: Now, I don't want to make assumptions about Australia, but is the economy... in? experiencing an inflationary environment there as well?
1: Um, look, we are, Asia, but again, let me tell you that most people have got their, their head in the sand and they're not really thinking about it. Or what we're hearing a little bit at the moment is, oh, the grocery prices are going up, petrol's going up. That people don't understand what to do about it. So they're panicking that you know the, the costs of goods and services are going up, but they haven't got a plan they don't know what to do, and more and more people are getting into financial distress because I'm sure you know the property market here in Australia has gone ballistic and, and stupidly ballistic. Just uh, like my, West. Yeah, and I, I think there is going to be a, a, a reckoning and people, you know, everyone says, well, it always goes up. No, everything comes in cycles, everything. And if you look at history, if you look at history and economics, uh, Ray Dalio said recently, you uh, know, with, with history and economics, you should be owning gold. So
0: tell us, why do you love gold so much?
1: Um, look, it, it, I love it. I am known as that gold lady. Why do I love gold? Well, first of all, let me just show you something. Oh, this is a big one. Gold has got, it's something There's something very tangible tangible about it, and it's not just what it looks like and what it feels like, but this is real money. Now, there are three types of what people call money. There is real money, which has been around for 5,000 years, which is gold and silver, the precious metals. Why? Because you can't print it. You have to be productive to get it out of the ground and make it into money. The second type of money was money that was backed by real money, what I call the gold and silver. And the third one that came into effect is fiat money. That's the paper currency that the governments are printing, which is backed by nothing. Used to be backed by gold, but no longer. Yeah, used to be, but 1971, President Nixon took it took the U.S. off the gold standard and everybody else followed. So now we have printing presses and purchasing power being decreased. So real assets, real assets in this sort of an environment tend to hold their purchasing power. And I'm not saying to people, I mean, I lo- I, you ask me why do I love gold uh, and, and why do I love gold? I love silver as well. There's a little silver coin. Um, I do love silver as well because to me that's real money. And what you said right at the start is so important. Diversification. I have uh, clients that come to me and say, but I am diversified, Kerry. I said, well, tell me what you're diversified in. Well, I've got some of the banks. I've got some of the commodities. So I'm like, wait a second, that's all in the share market. That's not diversification. If you're diversified, what you're doing is you're hedging the risk against higher inflation, or as you said, the share market having a little bit of a turn, what you're doing is you're hedging. So if you've got some real estate, you've got some physical gold and physical silver, you've got something in the, you know, you've got exposure to the share market, and maybe you've got some art around there. So that's that's true diversification to me, not 100% in the share market.
0: And how has gold been doing, say, the last 10 years? And how is it doing now?
1: I did a talk last week, which was really interesting. I think, and I showed two charts. One chart was the price of gold between nineteen eighty and today, and the other chart showed in the over the past year. And what I said is that the majority of people are saying, "Oh, gold is not doing that well." Uh, It's because because they look more short-term. But if you take a step back and you look at it in terms of the longer picture, and I'm talking 10, 20 years, Correct. it's very much held its purchasing power over that time. Yes, it's had ups and downs, and right now it's, uh, what would I say to gold? It's a little bit weak. But it's like, it's like I guess, a, a marathon runner. It's been working hard and it's been, you know, it, it, not that long ago, it was about $1,200. US Today, we're looking at about 1800 It's had a nice run. It's now having a little bit of a pullback. It's having what I call the marathon runners having a little bit of a rest, a bit of a refresh. It hits their uh, wall. You know, it's, it's, it's exactly right. And I think what you'll see is that there's a next run coming. Now, I am not a financial advisor and I'm not an accountant. I want people to know that these are just my opinions however i do think that if you if you follow some of the charts and you look at what some of the people are saying all the hallmarks are there right now for people to make sure that they pay attention
0: so if someone say had 50,000 dollars for example yep. how much of their money should they allocate into precious metals gold and others
1: what would you recommend? I would recommend, well, my recommendation would be 10%. Depends on their risk profile. Depends on their age. Um, it depends on how much that they want to allocate. Personally, if you're, if you're a little bit um, conservative, I would say 10 to 15% in these times. If you're more, uh, if you have more of a risk appetite, then I think right now that the share market has had a pullback and there are opportunities in the market. And by that, I mean, for example, uh, I'm looking right now at gold equities because while, God, while everyone's turning around this way and not looking at precious metals, they're also not looking at gold equities. And sometimes what you find is the leverage with. Gold, the gold miners, if you like, the gold and the silver miners, when no one else loves them and everybody else is is looking at, for example, lithium or um, some of these new critical minerals and that's what they're doing, I turn around and say, I'm a contrarian investor. I'll go and look at things that no one else is looking at. So that's if you've got a slightly higher risk appetite. If you're risk averse, my view always is, and, and, and let me take it back in time. I remember when my mother first bought gold, I think it was around about 100 US dollars. Mm-hmm. And she sold it a few years later at 400 because my father was pressuring her and saying, it's gone up enough, it's $400 US, let's get rid of it and um, buy something else. And whether that was property, I don't know. I was too young at the time. If if that gold had been held, we're now looking at $1,800, 1900 US dollars. So it does appreciate over time. And I always say have an allocation to gold and keep it until you really find something that you need urgently or really need to invest in. But you must diversify. You should always have something. It's what I call a rainy day fund.
0: Absolutely. Now, if someone wanted to buy gold, you mentioned uh, gold equities. What are the ways you can get gold? You
1: buy the gold well, bars. Okay, so it's like anything. If you don't, if you if you can't hold it in your hot little hand, there is always a counterparty. In other words, I own this. I see it. I feel it. I touch it. It's not in a bank, it's not held by a bank, it's not held by a third party, it's mine. I don't keep it in the banking system. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, I live on Mars, so don't come and try and steal it. Um, And uh, so I personally like to own my physical gold and silver. What do I do with it? I don't keep it at home. I actually have a safety deposit box. It is not at my home, but it's also not in the banks. It's a private box. It's away from the banking system, and it's it's. I know it's safe and it's secure. So that's what I do. Uh, but there are many, many different ways, and different um, places that you can buy gold and silver. And I'll go back to that big bar of gold that I showed you before. Do you remember that one? And I'll yes. Just let, let,
0: let let our viewers who's gonna who's going to watch this on YouTube.
1: That That is uh, by ABC Bullion. That's an Australian um, uh, bullion dealer down here. But here's what I would say to you. Now, ABC, do not sell this as a real bar. This is actually, it's very, very heavy. It's 12 and a half kilos, so you can do your exercises (laughs) with it. Um, But it is not solid real gold. Now, why do I mention this? I mention it because you must, 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 must always buy your physical gold and silver from reputable dealers. Do not go and buy physical precious metals from somebody off the internet unless you are 1000% certain that what you're buying is true gold and true silver because there are fakes out there. And I've seen fakes. Uh, this This is a Perth Mint one gram gold bar. Now I have seen something like this because this is this is actually in a fully encased, but the scammers do come up with things that look very similar, all right so it might look like it comes from the Perth mint, but unless you're buying it from the Perth mint, be cautious. that's all I would say about that. It's the same for everything but you know, how do you but you can buy physical gold and silver? That's my preference. You can buy gold equities, that's the gold miners or the silver miners. Uh, if you want a high, like that is high risk, but the leverage could could be extremely uh, good. Uh, you can purchase gold as what we call pool allocated, unallocated. That means that it is held not by you. I personally don't like that because that's just me. It's like unless I'm owning it and, and and it's in my possession, I don't fully own it. There's always counterparty risk if you don't fully own it. But you can buy it. What is the benefits of buying pool allocated, unallocated? You're not paying for storage because some people say, well, I don't get a return from my gold and silver, plus I have to pay storage every year. I'm fine with that. Other people might not be. Um, so if you buy the unallocated, it means that, uh, you don't own a bar. I mean, this one's, you probably can't see it. I mean, yeah, you probably can actually. That's I got can, a number. Yes. At one the kilo of silver. Yeah, that's one kilo of silver, but it's also got a little number at the bottom. That number has a certificate attached to it. I, see it. I yeah. have that certificate. <clears throat> if it's unallocated, it's just a big lump of kilos of silver or gold and not one specific one is allocated to you, if that makes sense. So I'm okay with it if it's a reputable dealer, but a part of me says I prefer to own the physical gold and silver. There's also, of course, the ETFs, the exchange traded funds, which is where they're trading to the gold and silver price. That's that's Again, that's got Counterparty risk, in my opinion, because it is paper. It's not physical, in my opinion. Correct. But a lot of people like it because they don't need to think about it too much. They don't need to worry about owning it. It's over there. And if it makes money, fine. If it doesn't, that's okay. Uh, there's also another, co- there's other companies like Rush Gold uh, and um, ABC Bullion have got um, a gold saver account. That's here in Australia. Perth Mint have got something silver where you can take your funny money um, and put that into a gold saver account. I like that. I like that a lot because uh, that means that my, my physical money, that fiat money, goes and actually is sitting into a, in, in an account which is gold-backed. Again, I go back to the fact that my preference is physical gold and silver, uh, but for some people if they just... They say, "Well, I can't, I can't pay eighteen hundred US dollars for an ounce of gold." Well, but you can put twenty dollars into Rush Gold. I, mean, I think um, Rush Gold is going out around the world, but I'm not sure. I know it's here in Australia, but I'm not sure how far it is around the world at the moment. But they are working on it. So that lets you so buy smaller quantities of it. Exactly. So. You know, and ABC Bullion have got the same thing. If you want to put $20 a week and say, I'm going to buy $20 of gold or $20 of silver a week, then it's not quite so, oh, my goodness me, you know, I don't have a spare $1,800 lying around or, in the case of silver, $40 lying around to purchase an ounce of gold or silver. I'm sure. Don't so that- worry about it. Get to- and I think it's really important um a lot of people are unconscious about how they spend their fiat currency. They have no that's idea where it goes.
0: Correct. Just go to a checkout line in a grocery store, or go shoe shopping. People <laughs> just spend without thinking. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's one of the ways of losing money is not being in control over it, not
1: knowing where it's going. Absolutely. And if you don't take if, if you don't pay attention, it's not going to pay attention to you.
0: Correct, and you can take that money and buy gold or whatever other asset.
1: Yeah, as you said before, um, I think I think it's really important for people to to know we are everything's cyclical, and right now the middle class are being squeezed out. We have the very rich, and we're getting a lot more who are worse off, and that that pains me, to be honest. Um, But that's cyclical as well. And one of the challenges is, I really want people to just pay attention at the moment and say, you know, you can make tiny changes, which will help you overall. And don't be scared, but pay attention and listen to podcasts like this, where obviously Aisha's sharing with you ideas of how she's grown her wealth, and I think that's really important. So I often say stop watching Netflix and reality TV and start educating your mind about how you can do better and be more financially in control. That's the key.
0: Absolutely. Do you have another one more strategy you can share with our
1: listeners? Um. Well... Uh, <laughs> what 's another strategy I do well it 's it yeah, I will share one more strategy and it, and it's one look i am i 've done very well, and as I said before i've i 've understood how money works, but even though i 'm reasonably well off, I still pay attention to money number one, number two here 's a strategy that I use on a Sunday, I go to the ATM and I take out. X amount of money, fun what I call the funny money, the paper money, the stuff they keep printing. I give myself a budget with cash because I can see it, I can feel it, I can touch it. I know how much is there. and by the way, uh, we want to protect cash because I think that once cash goes everything goes digital. and I don't necessarily want the government to know exactly what I'm doing if I'm having a a cup of coffee on a Monday morning. <clears throat> Why do they need to know? So, one of my tips is take some of the, the money out of the ATM on a Sunday. That is whatever whatever number that is. Do a budget, figure it out. Whether it's a hundred, five hundred, or a thousand, that is how much you have. That's all you've got to use. And then it's physical because what happens, Aisha, is that people use this and they go tap 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 and they have no idea. And When you tap, the micropayment comes off. It doesn't go in your pocket. It goes to the bank. That's why I like cash.
0: Right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Now, let's talk about your upcoming conference a little bit. And I believe it's virtual also. You can tell us how how my listeners can tune into it.
1: Sure, what I'll do, um, I, I post this. What I'll do is I'll send you the Zoom link so that you can share it with people. I actually haven't even got it, I only got it yesterday. Uh, we will be live streaming it. Uh, it is at Crown Barangaroo in Sydney, so we have got a physical conference. Yay! First time Fighting. since 2019. Very exciting. Uh, very, very exciting. We normally have a couple of international um, speakers there, but because of COVID, it's just it's mainly going to be Australian speakers. But very smart. It's all talking about precious metals. We've got major keynote speakers, plus we'll have the Australian, the ASX-listed mining companies, gold and one silver. So it's going to be on the 14th and 15th of June, uh, basically from 8 a.m., to 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. But post-event, they'll all be up on my YouTube channel, which is Gold Events, the Gold News channel.
0: Absolutely. I'm sure being in the U.S., most of my listeners, they'll tune in from your YouTube channel and catch it.
1: we're We're pretty excited, but I'm passionate about just making sure people are educated as you are
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time, Carrie. We've learned a lot. Really appreciate it. Tuning in all the way from Australia. Now, are you in Sydney? Where are you?
1: No, I I used to live in Sydney. I'm now on the beautiful Gold Coast, which is a much calmer uh, pace of life. And in Australia, Sydney property prices are insane. Uh, So I got out of Dodge and moved up to the Gold Coast at the beginning of last year. And I love it.
0: Love it. Wonderful. All right. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you for tuning in. See
0: you next time. And don't forget, like and subscribe to the channel.